May I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Susan Carol Mays, quite a woman. Susan's passing has come as a very swift and unexpected surprise. I used to be bothered by the phrase, passing away, passing. But as I reflect on death, which is a transition, a leave-taking, it really is a passing. People pass us by and have gone ahead of us in their journeying. Susan has passed, but Susan continues. She not only continues, but continues in the direct presence of God and others who have also passed. And she journeys without limitation, with complete restoration. In theological terms, that's called glorification, perfection, freedom. Though Susan has passed by us into eternity, she still is. So as I speak of her today, I will intentionally use the present tense. I had the privilege of sitting with Eleanor and Tommy a few days ago and gained a glimpse of this woman who sounds quite gregarious as well as very, very organized. Throughout her life, Susan contributed to those around her, fiercely loyal to her family, friends, and her values, within her family and outside of it, with those she called friends, Susan is present, sincerely interested, focused, and compassionate, not qualities that typically come to someone who is also wired to be ultra-organized, a dreamer, a schemer, and a deep relater. Over the years, as we all experience, we are identified or find our identity in something or someone. Something kind of names us. For Susan, I think what named her is being a mother, having the heart of a mother which enveloped all other relationships, grandmother, family, friend, and in her business, Art of Little Rock, which she and Julie Haught ran for over 20 years, someone committed to help folks mark and celebrate significant moments. As Tommy, Eleanor, and I talked, I was struck at the kinds of characteristics that were being named in describing Susan. Kind of made me think of God and how we're made in God's image. Susan and all of us are like God, represent God. In Genesis, in the creation narrative, God says, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. This word image in the Hebrew literally means to cut or carve out. And scripture tells us that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Anthony Hokema, a theologian who's written on God's image, helps us understand the magnitude of being made in the image of God. He writes, if it is true that Christ images God, then the heart of the image of God must be love. For no one ever loved as Christ loved. What's kind of fun about Hokema's take on the image of God as well as others who have written on it, is that image is not used as a noun, but a verb. For example, when we think of Jesus imaging God, we see that he was completely directed toward God, completely directed toward others, and completely directed to what Aristotle termed the good, that which contributes to the flourishing of others. Do you see the resemblance of Susan to God? We see this not only in her event planning business, but also through community service and political involvement. 
Susan was holistically directed to God, others, and the good, the flourishing of all. She imaged God. Susan loved well, which is the center of it all. This is so evident and beautiful. One of the reasons Susan could do this is that she's a woman of strong character, of integrity. Madeline Langle, in her work Circle of Quiet, describes people of integrity. She writes, The most whole people I know are those in whom the gap between the real self and the daily self is the smallest. She further describes integrity in a math image. The Latin integer, she says, means untouched, intact. In mathematics, an integer is a whole number. She asserts the people I know who are intact don't have to worry about their integrity. They are incapable of doing anything which would break it. Perhaps an easier word picture of integrity is to think of how many faces we have. In each of our contexts, are we the same person, same face? Or different person, different face? Are we kind with all? Are we present to all? Committed to all? There is a consistency to it, a oneness to it, a wholeness. A part of the beauty of Susan imaging God was whether she was with one of her children, grandchildren, or with someone who was a recently formed close friendship. Susan had one face. She cared. She gave energy, attention. She knew how to celebrate, and she knew how to get the task done. Today, may we be assured of Susan's continuity in perfect freedom. May we sit in our gratitude for who she has been in our lives, and may we take in and be stirred as we consider her example to us as she imaged God, loved deeply, And through that, may we experience comfort.